1: This is a pre-recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Chaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today we are talking about the emotional well-being of children especially in this pandemic that we are surviving. With me today is Dr. Annie Deming. She's a psychologist at Intermountain Primary Children's Center for Counseling. You say talk about it in the positive, and I just kind of talked about it with kind of a negative hint there, uh, Dr. Deming. I didn't mean to do that, but it is tough. We, all are, we are facing challenges, and it is stressful. Talk about teenagers, though. Teenagers are a whole different ball game. They face a whole different... Um, different types of challenges. Describe for us what you see uh, teenagers going through at this point.
0: So teens in particular are, you know, extremely social and they need that social interaction for healthy development. I mean, all kids need that, but developmentally, teens are getting to a point where they're sort of moving a bit more away from their family unit as far as wanting to spend time outside of the house with friends um, on a frequent basis. And that's just so difficult now with all of the you know uh, restrictions and 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 health concerns that we have and then the the other piece is that things are just so different them within their their school setting as well so you know team sports are there's lots of different things that are happening with team sports um school attendance is is also you know kind of up in the air um things like proms and graduation and all of those sort of normal milestones that teens look for and look toward and forward to may or may not happen Um, and and it Those are the things that that teens kind of hang on to as um, benefits of going through high school. And high school can be quite stressful. But some of those things help, I think, teens feel more positive about their experience. So uh, they're losing a lot of what would be a normal high school experience. And that's very difficult. So we're seeing stress. We're seeing a lot of sadness. uh, We're seeing some anger about those things. and, And some teens are struggling with depression in addition to all of that.
1: I think the unknown is probably one of the more difficult for a lot of us. How do parents deal with that? I mean, they don't know what it's going to look like exactly when their kids go back to school or when they're going to go back to school.
0: Yes, exactly. And it keeps changing. I mean, I think that's so hard. You know, we... And all the different districts in, in our area are doing different things. And um, so, yeah, the uncertainty is is there. So, uh, you know, I think, um, I think it's so important to acknowledge that uncertainty and just to say, yeah, this is hard and we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we'll find out over time. We'll, we'll get more and more information over time. We'll understand more and more about this disease over time. But I think the important piece is to really to validate our teens, and, and let them know, yeah, I mean, this is hard for everybody, and I recognize how hard it is for you.
1: This is a point in time where teens are becoming more independent, uh, maybe going into their room and taking shelter, and that may not be a good thing at this point in time. Those conversations need to take place, right? Yes,
0: definitely. So we have to we have to make sure that teens aren't getting overly isolated. I mean, sure, with the social distancing practices, they're more isolated than they have been in the past. But Spending, you know, a full day in your bedroom is not healthy for anybody. Um, so that would be a time to, to sort of structure your family situation so that you can spend more time together sort of in common areas of the house or, you know, going for a walk or something like that. Yeah, we, we want to go away from the isolation and at the same time, making sure that our teens can, can connect with their friends virtually. That's very important for them.
1: Right. Well, that's important. Social media is causing challenges of its own. What should parents watch out for?
0: Right. So parents should watch out for, I mean, just spending all day, you know, on social media or checking it every second, you know, to see if you had a a like or a response or whatever on what you posted. Um, There should be downtime from technology. And we do encourage that, um, uh, you know, Social media and phones and things are not in bedrooms at night. Um, it does seem to be helpful to have that, that limit set, um, but certainly allowing more flexibility during the pandemic is, is un- sort of necessary um, because they do need that connection because they're not getting it in person.
1: So teens, like all of us, are seeing a lot of different things on social media. You talked about misinformation earlier and having that conversation with younger children. but I'm wondering what the conversation looks like with a teenager, because we don't know exactly what they're seeing. So how do we go about having a conversation with our teenagers about what they're seeing on social media? Because if you say, hey, what are you seeing on social media? I'm not sure you're going to get the response that you really need.
0: Right, Exactly. So I think it's important to sit down with them and say, "Hey, let's look at let's look at your feed, or let's look at you know um, the sites that you typically visit. You know, if you if you allow them to be the expert." for a little bit and show you what they're experiencing and what they're thinking that will allow you to learn about kind of their perspective and also give you that opportunity to correct any misinformation or misperceptions that they might have. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always important to do that in a very gentle way. You know, it's not it shouldn't come from a place of anger or I can't believe you're on that website or, you know, anything like that. It's more about hey, let's look at all this together. I'm really interested in what you're looking at and what you're interested in. Um, and then that will just open up that, that conversation.
1: Right. We see the extremes on social media. Um, it's either all the happy stuff that a family is experiencing and there's nothing wrong in the world or the opposite. And we know that teens find validation. I think maybe we all do a little bit with our friends on social media. So what does that conversation look like as far as um, the identity of teenagers?
0: I think, I think it's important to let them know that what's shown on social media is very controlled in a lot of ways. You know, the person is, is putting out an impression that they want others to see, not necessarily what's based in reality. And, And, you know, I think you can talk with the teens about, you you know, you do that. You don't put that really weird picture that you and your friends took that your hair looks bad or, you know, like um, you have a funny facial expression. You only put the ones that you look pretty good in and that you feel really confident about. Um, And so you can kind of connect those things and and let them know that, you know, social media is a place where you can find connect. I, I think that's that's just a fact. It is, though also a place where if you're too wrapped up in it, you can feel pretty, you can start feeling pretty badly about yourself and your family. And that's really what you need to watch out for. So if you're starting to feel that way, you know, I would ask your teens, just like, come talk to us about it. You know, we'll, we'll help navigate that.
1: Right. You talked about with young children, how to focus on the positive. Maybe what does that look like for teenagers?
0: Right. So I think it's I think it's about, you know, figuring out what they need, you know, and asking, you know, so what are the things that you're missing? You know, what are the things that um, you're really struggling with, you know, throughout the pandemic and then determine what you can what they can control and do about those things. So. I, I worked with a patient who was who very into uh, you know, politics, and uh, she was feeling really badly that she couldn't uh, take part in some of the um, peaceful protests that were happening, uh, but she just didn't feel she could with social distancing. So instead, she gave a portion of her paycheck to an organization that she felt really uh, strongly about. So so that was an example of something that she felt comfortable doing and it gave her a boost you know okay this is how I can contribute. So just really again talking and and seeing okay what are you what do you need and how can we make that happen even if it's not going to happen in the way we would want it to.
1: Right. Teens are always trying to push the boundaries see where those boundaries are and I I can't imagine what it's like for a parent right now when they want to go out and play soccer out in the, you know, on the school ground with their friends or talk about conversations about boundaries and maybe the importance of structure. Sure.
0: So those conversations are just essential. Um, And and different families have, you know, sort of different levels of boundaries with with those types of things. Um, And so it's important to 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 realize that you know each family will look slightly different, but just talking about okay how and how in our family these are the ways we're doing this you know we're we're not spending time with friends face to face or we you know we're only doing virtual interaction um, I don't allow my kids to go to the grocery store with me for example like that's just something that that they're not they're not doing right now um, so it's just important to to lay out those boundaries very clearly um so that there's not as much room um for although will be <laughs> from our teens most likely and that's their job so it's okay that they're pushing those boundaries that's what they should be doing developmentally um but then just kind of giving them a different way a different a different option so you can't go you know hang out with your friends um at the park but you know we can plan a a, a nice zoom meeting where you guys can all get together and you know talk about you know, talk about what you want to talk about. So offering an alternative.
1: Right. Again, back to that being a little bit more creative in trying to offer alternatives for them. We're going to take a break and we come back on to talk about structure. We're all headed back to school. Well, hopefully we're headed back in some form or another. And I think it's important maybe that we talk about structure in the family and how that will help children succeed this school year. And you're listening to Healthy Mind Matters on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.